Oh, and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 401. I am one of your hosts, MC Mother Truck and Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt P. V oh, wait, he left us again for, you know, we did yeah. 400 and he was like, yeah, whatever, I'm done. I'm done. To be fair, yeah. circumstances were really not in his favor this, this week. What happened this week? He said he couldn't do Friday to Sunday, and then the day he was going to do it, um, oh, his train got fucked, didn't it? Yeah, because somebody got hit by a train or something along those lines. <laughs> and I'm not, look, I'm not from the UK. So I don't know if that's like a dog ate my homework situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a dog ate my homework. No, people, people do jump in front of trains. Yeah, that is a... Oh, is that what happened? Unfortunately, no yeah, probably. God, probably. God, okay, like, okay. Yeah, it happens... It happens more frequently than you would probably think. Okay. It might not have been the reason, but... No, yeah. no I, 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 yeah. I was just making a joke there. It, it <laughs> like, might not have been, but, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Matt's not here. Crash, you're here. Hello, Crash. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing amazing. You know? That's good. Uh, you know, I'm doing amazing for one particular reason, and it really got me giddy when I saw it. Go on. Uh, there was a tweet of you playing Assassin's Creed... <laughs> No, we don't need to talk about it. Bro, they keep doing this, bro. This is the one thing I, I hate about Ubi, yeah? Like, I don't get me wrong, love Ubisoft, love working for them, great company, I've, I've had a great time, right? But they only clip out the bad moments. Like, the moments no, in not... which I, I mess up, that they, that they never show when I'm playing Rainbow and I've just headshotted three people, ever. It's... It's it's not the bad moments. It's the funny moments. It's not funny to me, Chris, because then this and comes you're not up. Funny when you play good, fix. <laughs> it would probably be you, like really focused, sweat dripping down your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want that. That's boring. That's boring. We've seen yeah. that before. Yeah. So yeah, there was this moment that uh, UBUK tweeted out, um, which was. I go up. I'm playing Assassin's Creed. I go up and stealth attack somebody. They don't lose all their health. I then swing my axe and miss, and the guy one taps me. And yeah. little Smitty, I think it was. It was. It was little yeah. Smitty, who tagged my, myself, Crash, and Matt, I believe. Or it might just be me and Crash. Um, saying, uh, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> what was he said? I don't know the exact thing he said. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He said, uh, I never want to hear MC Fixer say that Crash is trash at video games again. <laughs> just true statement. I don't think you can anymore. It's not fair, though, because I stream. So there's moments of me doing dumb stuff. There's no moments of you doing dumb stuff because you quit streaming. I'm just going to tell you right now, Fix, I've not deleted a single one of my clips. So, you know, if you want to get back at me, you can go look for some. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay, good. then. If you didn't know, this is My Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and all podcast services. I reckon we are one of the longest reigning Xbox podcasts out there. I reckon I might work that into the title. Gotta be, right? 400? I so. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot of... Um, most of the Xbox podcasts I've seen are like high 200s. Yeah, these guys <laughs> these guys have come in now, mate. These guys have come in in the good old it's days. Good. The good days. They weren't, yeah. around for, they weren't around for the bad days like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. I'm currently looking into trying to change the URL and everything. I tried to change it the other day. Had a few problems on the on it. It's not as easy. It's easy to change the name and the logo and all that stuff. Not as easy to change the URL. So still working on that. Uh, so patreon.com slash mcfixer for 
right now. Um, shout out our Patreon producer this month. It is the one. It is the only Aaron God. We do appreciate you, Aaron God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Topic of the show this week, Crash. Sad piece of news, but one that I guess we all saw coming. Um, E3 2023 is officially cancelled. Uh, E3 2023 has officially been cancelled. Uh, this comes after numerous publishers like Ubisoft pull out of the event or confirm they won't be attending. Uh, E3 2022 was also cancelled while E3 2021 took place in an extremely limited form. So E3 has definitely been on the decline um, the lot since COVID. To be honest yeah. with you, COVID, COVID kind of killed E3. Um, yeah, the twenty twenty one one wasn't great. Um, and then obviously twenty two cancelled, twenty three now cancelled. Um, yeah, I think I think I've got to come to terms with the fact that I will never get to go to E three crush, which it, it's upsetting. Yeah, I mean you'll end up going to whatever E three is reworked into in a couple of years. Nah. Yeah. I don't think so. Or well, unless I'm, unless I'm set. Okay, that's fair. You'll that's have fair. the opportunity. That's what I meant more. So I don't think I've never, I've never really, because we've got over in the UK, we've got EGX and we've got uh, Wazd and we've got uh, Comic Cons. We've got our versions of like those shows, and then obviously you guys have uh, Pax. Pax. That's the one I was looking thinking of. Yeah. Pax is pretty much our version of EGX, as far as I can tell. Um, and I'm, I've never been that interesting going to a PAX. So I'm at that point now where I'm like, huh. Yeah, nothing to go for. There's no reason the to thing... go to America. Like, obviously, I'm going to TwitchCon this year. Um, yeah. And even that, I'm not going I... for TwitchCon. I'm going so I can go to Vegas. <laughs> I think the next thing that might make you go to America at some point would be if they do another um, the big Xbox showcase they did, the Fan Fest or whatever. Yeah, they do an so if they again. would do that yeah. in America, I could see you like possibly going for that. But other than that, no, I don't think there's really game awards. There's... If I ever got awards... if I ever got invited to the game awards, yeah, that could be one yeah. for sure. I'd go for that, but that's about but it. Would you? I guess the game awards is kind of like E3. I think you rub. You could. There's a possibility of rubbing shoulders with the right people. Right, and that's ultimately mm. that's ultimately the reason why I want to go to E3. Like you're going yeah. to E3 because you want to see industry people, you want to make new connections, you want to build new relationships, etc., etc., etc. Um, and yeah, it's um. I, to be fair, in in I've I've pulled back on defense on uh, events anyway. Like I didn't go to Wazda this weekend. Um, I haven't been to Comic Con in the last like four. So like live events for me has definitely been a thing that I've trickled back in my life anyway. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But yeah, E3, obviously, E3 was such a staple in, in, in my life from from well, the last 10 years, I guess. For, maybe a little bit. Less. Oh, yeah, but that's probably about right, because I was watching the IGN about 10 years ago, right? So yeah, it's um, it's sad. It's sad to see. I'm, I miss, yeah. as much as I hated doing those weekends, I miss those weekends of four days of just pure energy drinks and staying up for ridiculous amounts of hours and reaction content and that and um yeah it looks like that will never that will never be a thing again which is a shame yeah 
um it is it's it was such a unique thing to experience especially not even when it was a whole weekend dedicated not how it's done not how the summers are done now and there's multiple game shows and it's not just e3 but it was just e3 and it was those three days right it's like these are the showcases you're getting bethesda xbox playstation nintendo ub ea sometimes a square enix yeah and it's not like it was like okay you got two hours a day it's like whole day events every day yep um so it was just it was really fun especially when we would uh cover it as well yeah yeah but um it is what it is i think ultimately if i'm being honest for the industry for the industry as a whole it's way better that it's not the way it is yeah well i think what we've seen is kind of especially with this last was a gdc that had all the um unreal stuff yeah yeah we've seen sort of gdc slowly and slowly more prominently take what e3 used to be about originally which was just a tech showcase more so on games and stuff like that yeah uh and stuff that's more so like interested to investors and things like that and i feel like gdc has sort of somewhat stepped into that especially with this unreal stuff um that as far as even showcases e3 was getting outperformed and outdone by people um like i think game awards last year was better than e3 i don't know if i would say summer games fest because summer's a game fest i it's funny you bring up the summer game fest chris did you did you see the email that went out about the summer games fest not being the summer's not cancelled yes 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 i think it's petty as fuck it's petty but kudos to jeff keely and here's what i will say Jeff Keighley has always kept the same energy. I've True. seen a whole lot of industry people and content creators and people just who like to talk online, talk all this ish about E3 and stuff. And then, oh man, I'm so sad E3's gone. Oh, it's okay. such a shame E3's gone. Da 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 da. And it's like, you, you guys aren't keeping the same. Jeff Keighley at least kept the same energy the whole way through. He's never dropped this. He's never no. dropped the mask. Nothing. Something behind the scenes must have happened, right? Like, he must have went to them and been like, look, I can do this 10 times better than how you guys are doing it. Because remember, he did the YouTube, um, the YouTube thing he used to do at E3. He used to run like yeah. a YouTube live, the YouTube gaming section thing of it. I wonder yeah. if there was a conversation that was had before Summer Game Fest became a thing where it was like, look, guys, you guys suck at this. I'm amazing at this. Let me dick take care of this. And they were just like, Jeff, you're an idiot. No, thanks. And now he's just like any opportunity he can to yeah. rub the salt in. He's doing it. There's definitely some bad blood there, but I was dying when I saw that. Yeah, I just like, damn. Damn. But yeah, Summer Game Fest isn't cancelled, uh, nor is well, Game Awards won't be cancelled either. Um, so obviously we've got those two big shows to look forward to. Ubisoft Connect is obviously still confirmed. So you've got that. Xbox have already confirmed their showcase and the uh, Starfield one before that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, the, Starf- the Starfield one's like the day before or something oh, like okay, that. Like got it's you. right next to it. It's gotcha, not like... Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. um, I'm sure Nintendo will still carry on popping out there nintendo directs and then playstation or honestly i don't keep up with playstation anymore so i don't yeah, really there's, know i'll be honest there's a rumor i think this rumor i, I don't want to say who it was because i always mess up whether it was <laughs> jeff grubb or just corden so i'm not gonna... nah, that sounds like a grub more than a corden to be honest i but think maybe. it was a grub but i'm not 100 sure who it came from 
is the point. Um, anyway, one of them, uh, PlayStation event rumored to be before um, Xbox and uh, the Ubisoft event. Gotcha. Um, so we should have a good summer. And apparently from people who were in the know with what was going to be at E3, there were a lot of stuff that were actually still going to be shown and announced at E3. Um, so I wonder where those will pop up, whether they'll find their ways into Xbox showcase, PlayStation showcases, or whether they'll start doing their own showcases. So studios who haven't normally done one. Um, I know Konami was supposed to be going and a few other people. So Sega. it'll be very, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how uh, this summer turns out. Yeah, if I keep it locked to obviously my Xbox and me, we'll try and do as many reactions uh, as we possibly can to the ones we care about. Oh, Um We don't cover everything anymore that we used to. Once upon a time, we would have yeah. got you would have got a reaction for everything. Nah, the ones we care about. The ones we care about. Are you sad to see E3 gone though, or is this just a case of it is where it is? I was sad the year after sony stopped showing up so not that year that sony stopped showing up the year after that where it was like oh e3 really isn't the same anymore yeah or whatever the case to how whatever that timeline ends up turning out um yeah I, so like the news happening now is like i had called it whenever ubisoft put out their statement as long as there is an e3 we will be there i was like e3 is getting canceled <laughs> so I, this one doesn't <laughs> This one doesn't uh, really make me that sad. I've had, I've had time to deal, uh, deal with it. It's funny because uh, I was in the office, obviously, at UB uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to my boss. And I was like, yo, guys, I see you're at E3. Like, if you want to send me, I'd love to go. And they were like, yeah, maybe. They didn't give nothing <laughs> away. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they absolutely were like, this guy doesn't know anything. He, this guy's an absolute idiot. Um, but yeah, rest in, rest in peace to E3. I think this is it, though. This is it. Like, there is there is no next year, and I think this is it. Like, I think E3 ends up getting more reworked down the line, um, and it ends up popping up more, but I don't think... I think they really, even if they want to do it, no matter what, I think they need to let it go away for a year or two, um, at minimum, um, just to sort of let people forget what E3 was, so that you can reintroduce people and people what are just is, hyped because they haven't had an E3 in so long. What is E3 now, though? And if you let it go away for a couple of years, that'll be five years we haven't had it in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go into what's been in our box, bro. What have you been planning this week? Well, I'm, nothing. No? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Bro, I, what the I'm hell? I'm in a little bit of a gaming rut right now. Oh. I sat down to play games, and every time I sat down, I was just like, I don't want to play this. I don't want to play anything right now. So, so, I'm happy to tell you that I got... I got... Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know, yeah. I know you're not going to believe it. I got a key to Road 96 Mile Zero. Whoa. I'm so happy. <laughs> I haven't played it yet, but um, I am 100% looking forward to streaming that um, this week. I played a little, 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 tiny bit more of uh, Resident Evil 4. And you're not. So there, there's no, again, I said this last week, I'll say it again. There's no denying that it's a great game. There's, there's yeah. no denying that. There's no denying it's a great game. You're going to play it. I think you're going to either side with me or you're going to side with the internet. Either you're going to say this is a great, this is a, such a good game, 10 out of 10, well worth it, or you're going to say 
it's a good game, but for a Resident Evil game, it's just not what you expect. Um, and yeah, I just... Uh, I messaged some Full Metal put something in my Discord the other day. He said he's finished it. He's a huge Resident Evil fan as well. Um, and he said... I said to him, does the story change at all? And he said, a tiny bit, but nothing major. And that even more so was just like, you know what? I'm just yeah. not. I'm just not in a rush to play it. Haley did, even you though it came out. Haley was like, You're, "Wait, that Resident Evil game came out," and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "And we're not playing it." And I'm like, eh. "You know, you know, you know." I want to welcome you to the side fix, the side that is not a fan of Resident Evil anymore. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm not. Nah, not you're a not fan. a fan of Resident I'm Evil. Not, no, that's not true. I'm not nah. not a fan of Resident Evil. I'm just. I don't I'm, know the last time. I'm, the last time one got me excited. Yes, that's fair. That's fair, but I think just like anything, right? Like you're waiting for for I'm sure I'm sure Final Fantasy fans don't love every single Final Fantasy that's come out from zero to to Yeah, but you're no sixteen. The difference between Final Fantasy is that every single Final Fantasy is completely unique and not tied together. So is Resident Evil at this point, to be honest. I don't know. Well play four. Wait until you play four, you'll be like this has nothing to do with yeah, but but it's the same universe. That's true. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just but no, I, I I get. It. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just think, though it is beautiful, though it looks spectacular, though though it, it, it's just I just wanted them to. The problem is, I have my concept of what I want, right? And they're never yeah. gonna do what I want. And every time I play these games, and it's not what I want, I go. Ugh. Yeah. So it's tough because, like, I feel like they're going more back to the way Resident Evil was when Resident Evil 5 came, where it's more like the action y focused yeah. type of games are more popular, especially um, Resident Evil 3 remake. There's a story we'll cover in a little bit that sold 3 million copies, fastest selling Resident Evil in a minute. Um, it's like maybe maybe they do remake Resident nah. Evil Five. Well, look, look, let's bring <laughs> that in now. Let's bring that in now. Let's bring that in now. Okay. Because why the hell not? So yeah, for those who don't know, Resident Evil Four remake reaches three million uh, sold in just two days. Um, not I'm not being funny or nothing. Let's be let's be honest. Yeah, this was always going to sell well. It is considered the best Resident Evil game of all time. It is considered one of the best video games of all time. Of course, if this game didn't sell well, I, I think we would be more confused and worried. Um, I think Resident Evil 4 is the highest selling Resident Evil game ever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's no real surprise to me that, that like Resident Evil 4 is so... Oh no, I'm, I'm wrong. Resident Evil 5 sold 14.7 million. I was about to say. And Resident Evil 4 sold 12.3. But, no, I suppose I still... I was was going to make... I was going to make up... Resident Evil 5 remake, let's go. I mean, I know you're joking, but... When it it happens... I'm joking. Even as a joke, it is a legit possibility that Capcom just goes, we'll remake Resident Evil 5. I think it's gonna to get to a point where there's no reason not to. Yeah. Like, Even like I a hundred percent like Resident Evil Five is not the best game. I would be interested in replaying a remake of Resident Evil Five. I mean, I like it more than four story. 
So that's crazy. Story wise, story wise, story wise, story wise, story wise. You got you, you put your boulders in five. Yeah, but at least you have the characters I care somewhat. I care about Chris. Okay. You know, Jill, Wesker. Like you know, okay. there's characters there that you that I so, enjoy. So Wesker's not in four at all. Oh. Who's the main villain in four? Chris, I can't spoil it for you. Okay, it's spoiler. Got it. Okay, it's the little girl. Got you. Don't want to spoil it for you. All okay, right? okay, okay, okay. Don't tell me nothing. Look, everyone, listen to the podcast screaming right now. Just shut the fuck up, yeah? Because I know for a fact you're screaming. Just be quiet. Okay, cool. Thank you. Just I want you to play it because I want you to enjoy it. Okay. Because okay. I generally think there's a chance that you will enjoy the game. All right. We'll see. Why are you saying that? I because I don't think I will. You know when something's just really popular and you look at it and you're like, I don't think I'll like it because the expectations for it have been set way too high. Mm -hmm. I think that's Resident Evil 4 with me. Do you not think hearing me talk about it though has sort of helped lower that? No, because your opinions are all over the place with Resident Evil. Like, I get your opinion for Resident Evil, so it doesn't affect yeah. my, uh, like, I get what you like about Resident Evil, what you dislike, and so I get why you wouldn't like this. It's a bit like my opinion of Breaking Bad right now. So I'm watching Breaking Bad for the first time. Yeah. You watched it? I watched the first season. Once. Okay, okay. I'm further further than that. I'm season three or four. And I'm okay. watching it and I'm like, this is a good show. This isn't the show that I expected it to be at all. Like, it's not even close to what I was expecting. But it's a good show, but it's just not, not what I was expecting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Interesting. Yeah, the first season was too slow. Didn't continue with it. Very season one is very slow. Very yeah. slow. Yeah, I, 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 I thought. I to be honest with you, even the season I'm on right now, I'm like, come on, slow. come on, <laughs> like Jesus, like yeah, it's a slow series, but I I, I do like it. It's just uh, different. Yeah, it's only different. five seasons, I think, as yeah. well. It's not very long. No, so. which is nice. Which is nice. All right, let's jump into this week's dashboard and get through the news, shall we? Uh, Microsoft puts an end to the $1 Xbox Game Pass Ultimate trial. Pour one out for the homies. Uh, new Game Pass subscribers can no longer get the first month for a dollar as Microsoft has stopped offering it as an introductory Game Pass promotion. In a statement with The Verge, Xbox Head of Global Communications, Kari, Kari? Kari? Kari, I think, uh, yeah, Perez I think so. confirmed that the offer is no more. Quote, We have stopped our previous introduction offer for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass and are evaluating different marketing promotions for new members in the future, said Perez. Uh, we've got a question coming from uh, Reality who says, Now that the £1 slash $1 Game Pass entry has stopped, do you think this will now affect uh, a subscription numbers? Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because I guess they were probably a little bit inflated by people who probably didn't care too tough and would just make different accounts to get these. I'm sure me as a kid, I would have done this just to play yeah. my new favorite game with a friend or something. Um, so I, I, ultimately, yeah, because you haven't got that that e as as easy uh, access to yeah. getting into Game Pass. People will always figure out the easiest way. You can get Game Pass on Bing, right? Yes. So I'm sure there will be some people who are like, okay, I can't do the dollar thing anymore. I'm just going to go back to 
doing my point surveys yeah. and grinding the points yeah because a lot of people do do that so i don't think it'll be that drastic of a difference um but i there'll be a difference but i mean the difference wouldn't have been anything that would have made a headline right where they're like oh we have a million plus subscribers or whatever it never would have messed with that it wouldn't have been that big of a metric i feel like mm. yeah i just think we all knew this was coming to an end at some point Right, like this was—I yeah. think this was pretty obvious. There was about I'm, to come to an end. I'm surprised it lasted this long. If I'm going to be honest, I think they knew that they had to take a hit to to get some yeah. recurring customers, and they've clearly seen the data. Um, but you know, what I mean, this is a multi-billion-dollar company. Like they, they've probably seen the data and gone, "Okay, now is the time we can pull the trigger on this." And it probably not. There's no outrage by it. I've not seen anyone be like, oh my yeah. God, Microsoft, how dare you do this? Like, or anything like that. So I imagine that means people have already bought a bunch of Game Pass and they've seen that or they've seen, um, they have enough subscribers at this point. They don't think there's going to be a massive drop off or, or something. They, yeah. know, they know they know what they're doing at the end of the day. Well, the timing was perfect with this story, and I think I forgot to add it, actually, the uh, um, family yeah. share, which yeah. was supposed, which was leaked to be coming out everywhere, and it's they corrected it, and we're like, it's only coming out in certain areas right now, um, and it's $45, I forget from where, because I don't think it's like American dollars or pounds. So, um, so yeah. So from what we know so far, if I'm not mistaken, so the 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 thing came out and it was thirty nine ninety five, but we didn't know what region that was. So most of the internet assumed it was Australia or New Zealand. Uh, Microsoft have come out and it, it said that it's going to be, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be in these regions, being Chile, Hungary, Israel. No, they've expanded to those those places. That's not where it is. So it's so like I, where it was already being offered. Because yeah. I know it was offered in a couple of places. So let me see if I can see this. Look, uh, the manual plan name. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm just trying to get you the information that you need. Here we go. Update. The plan has been reported to be $25 for the US. The initial price was shared by multiple sources based on New Zealand conversion, which is $25. Uh, update again. There's a second update to this story. Okay. Uh, this plan doesn't appear to be live in the US yet, so they have edited the title accordingly to avoid confusion. So, yeah, at this moment in time, from what we know, Ulmer plans going to have Ulmer benefits shared amongst five friend and family members, included friends and family outside of your household, uh, to enjoy, obviously, Game Pass on any console day one. Um, and, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be $25 US dollars yeah i we've had this conversation so many times about how yeah. much it should cost and what is the what's I the right move and you know 25 dollars a great price i don't think it ends up being 25 dollars because that's Why? 25 dollars just converging converting the the value from it just i don't know it just doesn't feel right it's five dollars it each. feels i feel like it'll be more expensive is what i'm saying that feels on the cheap side for like what's being offered but i guess if you do it 25 dollars, even people with two and one person might go away it's like oh we'll just do the 25 and then you could possibly get someone else in exactly and... so i see like possibly 25 i don't know part of me is just like that's too good of a deal i don't i don't trust no big company to do a deal <laughs> like that i mean microsoft have been pretty good as of lately to be fair yeah. to them like that's true true so yeah I, I don't know i see it personally i can see 
I can see it I being 25. I just, um, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's not something that I actively think about at the moment. Well, I mean, you don't need it because you still have. I still got a bunch uh, of Game Pass. I've still got yeah, like probably yeah, another so year's good. worth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember when I went to uh, EGX and I come back with those wads of Game Pass they were giving out? Yeah. And I was just giving out codes to everyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I was a good friend. I was a good friend. You have to, yeah. You have to, yeah, yeah. You have to believe in me. I was giving away a bunch. Uh, next up. Wait, 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 wait. I, I've never said that you weren't a good friend. Where did that energy come from? Just making sure. Uh, okay. Next up, Sega and Tencent are also not attending E3 2023. <laughs> Obviously, it's cancelled, so this is kind of, you understand why now it was all cancelled. Um, yeah, there's not much more to add on here. Like, this is what happened. Ubisoft came out, Sega came out, Tencent came out, E3 got cancelled. So, uh, yeah. that's pretty much, pretty much what you need to know on that story, to be honest. Uh, Multiverse's early access closing in June. Full release window confirmed. Warner Brothers Games and uh, Player First Games have announced that early access for Multiverses will be closed June 25th and will aim to launch the full game early 2024. The announcement was shared in a blog post on Monday, thanking players for participating in the open beta for Multiverses and calling it a stepping stone for the next phase of Multiverses. I didn't realize it was in early access. It was in early access, yeah. Huh. And then I went back and looked at the fighting game of the year and i was like multiverses shouldn't have won that huh i don't think early access and beta games should be able to win awards yeah i just weird one yeah yeah uh it sucks for the people who put 100 plus dollars into this game so what that's it access well no no it'll come back in early 2024 for the like the full release yeah but you can't play the game anymore you can play the game you just can't play it online so, so wait, 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 wait. You gotta wait, find wait. a local friend, hit him up, and be like, "Yo, you want to do some multiverse?" Do you pay all this X, money? Y, Z skins. Yeah. This seems yeah. weird. This seems weird. Here's this made me realize that I need a board to set things that are allowed to ha- like a congress type thing for gaming to be like that is not allowed in gaming. No more getting money from people in betas. Like, that's just grimy and weird, especially when the possibility of something like this can happen. And this, I, I want to add, is more so a WB thing than it is a player first games thing. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's a, look, yeah. this is, this is, let me break this down for you all. Multiverse's player count is at the lowest it's been. We're going to take something away from you. So then when we bring it back, hopefully it spikes our player base again. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's important to know is uh when multiverses came out they only had 12 employees mm-hmm. and so when the game released those employees had to go from developing the game to supporting the game in an online structure as well so it's like hard to manage all those resources so like i think part of this logically makes sense of like oh we're gonna shut down and put all our focus in making new content and getting that content pipeline working instead of ha- like half focusing on fixing problems in the game yeah um on top of online just sort of deteriorating like the the net uh the net code and stuff like that um so i, I do i do get it it just sucks so much that 
this is what's come of it, especially for the people who actively played and put money into the game. But I do think for people who want this game to exist long term, this was probably the best move for the game. Yeah, no, I agree. I do agree. It's just wow. I didn't realize it was an <laughs> early access game. Very, very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Uh, next up, God of War inspired Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin game in the works. Uh, the hit 2020 comic series Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is being updated as a video game. I want to make that very clear that Teenage Mutant Turtles was way popular before before 2020. Just so. Uh, the way that, uh, that this is written makes it sound like it was... No, 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 no. I understand it's the... it's the comic book version of whatever this is. I understand that. Yeah. But the way yeah, that yeah, was yeah. written makes okay. it sound like okay. it was it I, was I'm only gonna... popular in 2020. Yeah, I was yeah, watching no, Teenage no, no, Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a child. No, yeah, no. watch it yourself. Was, nice. It was so big back in the day. Nice. Cartoons, TV shows, games, All right. movies. Just making that clear. Everything. Just making that clear. Okay. Uh, Polygon broke the news in an interview with Doug Rosen, Senior Vice President for for games and emerging game media at Paramount Global. While the developer uh, involved is still being kept under wraps, Rosen indicated the goal is to create a AAA action title that draws heavily from the comic book source material. I forgot about... I didn't know this game was even in the works. So No, I, I think this is a new announcement. I think it's very cool. You think so? Um, I think so. Hmm. Do you don't want to you don't want a uh, modern day Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that's good. Do you know what I think I want? I want, and I don't know if this will be it or not. I want an adult version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's what it is. I, that's what it, that's from what I'm seeing. That's what it seems like it is. But I'll wait. I'll wait yeah, until I see that's it. That's fair. That's fair. It's also it won't be multiple turtles. I think that's one thing that is very important to say. And I think for some people that'll be like. I want all four of the turtles, or I want none of the turtles. But I'm excited for this. I get. Yeah, it, it definitely has the possibilities of being good. We'll have to wait and see if it is good, but it definitely has the possibilities I mean, of being good. We don't even have a studio attached to it right now, and I think that plays such a big part in it as well. Absolutely. So we'll see. We will see indeed. Uh, next up, U.S. Congress reps have accused PlayStation of blocking of paying to block Xbox games in Japan. <gasps> Microsoft is trying oh, no. trying to buy Activision. We already know this. Sony, uh, PlayStation have been vocal in opposite. Blah, blah blah. This is what we need. This this part of the article. However, U.S. Congress members are now asking why Sony, a Japanese uh, multinational. multinational, thank you, enjoys such a large market share in its domestic market. Uh, armed with claims that the firm has actively paid to block Xbox versions of games in in the region. Okay, we've got some questions here. So this, is this for this, yeah? Yeah, those Perfect. questions are for this. All right, so the first one comes from Top Lift. Uh, with uh, the acquisition, ABK, edging edge closer? Oh, uh, the Activision <laughs> stuff. Okay, edge. sorry. Just <laughs> edging closer. Yeah. Hey, allow me. Uh, <laughs> do you think uh, when the deal uh, closes, we will see the price uh, price rise across the board for Xbox, including Game Pass and consoles? Again, we've already seen Game Pass now go up in price, really, with the family plan and things like that. I don't think the Activision stuff will change yeah. any of that. Um, when the hell did we ABK? When did that become the abbreviation? I don't know. I've been seeing it 
recently. I it's haven't Activision seen that. Blizzard yeah, Kings, I, I get it, but I've never seen it abbreviated I, I like this. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've seen it for like the last couple of months or whatever, whenever this huh. deal started going through is when I started seeing it. Before that, never seen it. Interesting. <laughs> like that. Um, what, is this a question or? This might be might have been covered before. Um, I vaguely remember it being talked about in a sidebar on the show. But assuming Microsoft acquires ABK, I, I hate that. I hate it. I'm letting you know yeah. now. I hate it. I hate it. Activision <laughs> Blizzard. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what do you think are the odds we'll see a new Spyro or Crash games? And which Microsoft-owned studio would you like to see get a chance to tackle the new game for those iconic IPs? Well, if the deal goes through, they will own. Um, we've uh, done the Crash oh, remake. The toys. Toys for games. Toys for games. Yeah, yeah. and they make and, Crash, and they've made Crash, so they'll carry on yeah. making Crash. Um, um, I would say Rare, but I feel like Rare is so different from when they used to make those type of games that yeah. it wouldn't be. No. Um, I don't know. I like. Well, I think that you've, I, you've already got the studios in place. I think the. The thing with this deal isn't going to be about changing up who develops what and things like that. I think it's to get the games, get more games out there with a less need for sales. So a game like Crash Bandicoot 4, which was absolute, I think it was 4, which was really good. I remember playing it. I remember doing like a little bit of a Let's Play series. Like a really good game, reviewed really well. I don't think it sold badly, but I don't think it would have done the numbers that Activision as a, as a whole would have yeah, needed it to do. Say. But now, if Xbox own them, they don't need this to be good because they just need to keep providing content to Game Pass. So I do think when this deal goes through, you'll see games like Spyro because Xbox need, they need more IPs and yeah. they need a different plethora of games Um in which they put into Game Pass. They need more family games. They need they need stuff like Spyro. They need stuff like Crash. That's why they're trying to buy Activision. I know that it's Call of Duty mainly. We all understand that. And we understand they're trying to get in the mobile business. Yeah. But you've got to look across everything here. And Activision own a lot of IP that people still like and enjoy. Yeah. I think the great thing about this also is... It allows them to make a shorter Spyro or yeah. Crash experience that doesn't need to be like, hey, we need a full-fledged $60 game. And it's like, okay, we can make a $20 experience with these games. And I feel like those games would live or the genre. I don't know about 20, but titled. I get you. But yeah, like that, that cheaper range, 30, 40, whatever the case is, whatever yeah. they feel like they need for the game, um, where it doesn't have to be this big, here's $60 worth of content that half of it ends up feeling like it's a forced content and you end up forgetting about the game after a week. I think the way I look at it, it's high fire rush right now. Yeah. That type of length, $30 game. Yeah. Perfect. Those Great are the experiences we're going to need. Amazing yeah. for Game Pass, and it looks good. But um, yeah, I, I, I just I don't know. I just I, the Spyro stuff is Spyro. I can see happening. Crash. I can see happening. A lot of legacy IPs. I can see happening. To take it a step back to the actual news story, though, um, Crash. This doesn't surprise you in any way, shape, or form, does it? Let's be honest. That PlayStation mm -hmm. might be stopping well, games I, from hitting. I don't. This this conversation comes out from people I think don't even understand gaming, because what from my understanding is they're just referencing exclusivity deals. Yeah. Which you can argue any exclusivity deal is blocking it from others from other platforms. 
but I wouldn't argue that it is blocking you from other platforms, if that makes sense, right? No, I, I it definitely, it, to me, it definitely is, but it's a... It's just it, a part of the it's industry. It's part of business. It's, not... it's a part of business at the end of the day. Yeah. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing you can really do. Um, it's also... Yeah. I also don't know how much they're taking into account. Some studios just don't make games from Xbox, especially like Japanese studios, because games don't sell well on Xbox for them. Um, I don't know like how much information they've gotten and all this stuff. And generally, when it comes to video games and tech, people in Congress generally don't know what they're talking about. So it's sort of a case where like they make a point, but I don't know if they're making the point for the right reasons. Right? No, I agree. I agree. It's a bro. I'm so over this. I'm so over Man. the Activision deal. It's it just... should. Soon. It should be done soon. Soon should be done soon i think what was it It was supposed to be done by may didn't right? japan come out like the other day like approving it japan there? like after the story bro yeah like a couple of days later japan was like yeah we're all okay with the yeah with the merger which is like okay cool that's a big Hopefully, that is that a big pillar like, though that, that is, is a big pillar it is it is um, yeah Sorry. but like this but as far as the U.S., like the U.S. has had people on both sides, like making arguments, and every time it's like, I don't think the people talking about it generally really know what's going on. They just want to appeal to a, a set of people, which is like, cool, whatever. I just yeah. want this done with. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into fixes. Sat this week, we only got one question. Wow. Um, there might be more because I added the questions when we were going to record on Wednesday. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. So. All right, first question. Uh. Origin Cookie Man says, with the passing of episode 400, what is the story of the Potato Squad? In the game, in the game inspired by the story, wait, what? What is the story of the Potato Squad? In the game inspired by the story of the Potato Squad, what is the genre and who is the main character? Oh, okay. Um, the Potato Squad is a, is a very weird thing, to be honest with you. Um, so, the reason I said it was a joke, and the reason it comes up is because so when I lived back at home with my mum and Haley and stuff in the morning, instead of saying morning, we would shout potato, and somehow that came up in conversation on the podcast. Go on. Yeah, and then you were like at the end of the at the end at of the, the end podcast, of the podcast, like, I was like, listen to the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then at the yeah, end of the podcast, yeah. I, I said a few times, uh, just tweet us randomly, potato, if you made it to the end of the podcast. Because to me, it still, it still baffles my mind that anyone would sit there and listen to us for a whole hour, hour and a half. Like, whatever Especially it is. during the end spiel, when it's like, oh, yeah. when you got to promote or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's usually where I feel like I, I as a listener, at that point, <laughs> too, now. <laughs> at that point, the podcast would be over. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you what I should do. Maybe we should change it. It's just like each week we should change the word to see who makes it to the end of the episode. That's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. We just never changed it because I don't think we ever expected to get a potato response, you know? Oh, yeah. So the story of the Potato Squad isn't what you actually wanted. You wanted us to come up with a story of a game. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, Origin Cooking Man. You're way more creative than we are. Um, absolutely like we we i don't i don't know um give me gears of war but they're potatoes gears of tots 
<laughs> Give me gears of war, but they're potatoes. All right? A serious answer, and you laugh at it. I'm sorry. That's, that's I'm sorry. Up. Moving on. Uh, with again from original Quicker Man, uh, which which with. Su- with okay, yeah, I don't know what I'll ask. With such a bo- uh, broad and diverse range of winners of all shapes and studio sizes in 2023, are the BAFTAs the gold standard in the games industry? No, because I didn't watch it. And I wasn't invited, and absolutely not. No. The BAFTAs is the pretentious uh, award show. The Game Awards is the fun award show. Pretentious? Yes. Interesting. I think you make an argument for the opposite as well. I, I'll let you know right now. I would feel out of place going to the BAFTAs. That's because you have to dress up. More so you have to developers. you have to dress up all fancy, and you have Wait, to. You got to do that for the game awards. One hundred percent. I reckon there's more chance of me getting in to the game awards in a tracksuit than there is in the BAFTAs. I don't know about that. I'm brother. I'm telling Six. you. Here's what I'm telling you. You're gonna go in a tracksuit and you're gonna be walking down. And you're gonna be walking in, all happy, like excited, like oh yeah, I'm at bro, the bro, game bro. awards. I've got and the then, best. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I've got the best. You're one. gonna behind you walking by. You get a cold hand on your shoulder, sends shivers down your whole body. You're shaking. You look <laughs> behind you. Who is it? Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley's <laughs> there. What you doing, my man? In a tracksuit? Crash. Here? Crash. My ad revenue. Crash. You will never see a kid get on stage and start talking after the final awards been given out <laughs> at the BAFTAs. You did at the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to know, know what's special about that kid? He was dressed nice, Fix. That's true. He wasn't in no jumpsuit. That's he was true. dressed nice. That's true. No, honestly, I, the gold standard, no. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. you. I don't I don't pay attention to the BAFTAs. Um, I, from a game development point of view, more than likely. Like, as a studio, maybe. Maybe one day we'll get on... Uh, a developer and speak to him about it but from a viewer's perspective absolutely not it's not the gold standard no the game awards i also don't think um i also don't think there's that big of a variety in what was one and it wasn't like the winners between both also like how is nothing is the gold standard everything can improve every year all the time no gold standards in anything gold standards are toxic and end up corrupting any place or thing you try to do don't ever try to live by gold standards. Just try and improve yourself day to day, thing to thing. All right, fucking Buddha. Go, what the fuck is wrong with there you? There you go, fix. All right, fucking hell. Gold standards. All right, moving on. Uh, a while, Jeremy says, uh, we all know how disastrous uh, this game's launch was, but seeing it rebound dramatically like this makes me wonder if developers slash publishers will learn learn the wrong lesson about pushing out unfinished games about- with the logic or of we will fix it later uh what do you think uh what do you all think about the situation is cyberpunk uh, a unicorn whose rebound can't be replicated or is it setting a dangerous precedent for the industry huh it's a good question it's actually a good question um i think i think it's uh, i think it's a unicorn to be honest with you if i'm i don't think there are you got to remember how long cyberpunk was in development for number one like that game yeah. was in development for a really 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 long time and clearly the scope just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then celebrities were added and things like that um but ultimately i do think it was a unicorn i don't think there's me- i think the industry has learned 
and the audience have spoken. It's not like Cyberpunk came out, reviewed really well. Look, okay, put, let me put it like this. If Rockstar came out with GTA 6 and it was in the same shape that Cyberpunk was in, I think they could have the same bounce back. But to yeah. me, again, that would be a unicorn. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's setting a precedent because I don't think you're. I think setting a precedent is like anybody can do this and get away with it. Like your local, your local, your local game dev could do it and get away with it. No, I think only the only way these big companies can do it is because they have budgets that are ginormous, yeah. and and they have a product there that people do care about in a big way. So I do still think it's a unicorn situation though. Also, if you were to look at anything like this and have it be for setting precedents, you would look at No Man's Sky before you would Cyberpunk. And that bounced uh, back as well. Yeah, that had... That it, was a unicorn. I see everybody, nothing but positive about No Man's Sky nowadays. Not a single negative thing. So a very, very big uh, bounce back. Top of that, Cyberpunk had the TV show, which helped it a lot. And also CD Projekt Red. Um, at the time, probably you can make an argument for the biggest developer at the time. Yeah, Coming sure. off of Witcher, huge anticipation for Cyberpunk. Um, certainly in that release period, like, I don't think there was any developer that was, like, coming close. And the reason it had such a big bounce back was it because it had such a big fail in front of everybody, right? Yep. Like, oh, this game isn't what it's supposed to be, etc., etc. People really like the setting, whatnot, and stuff was just wrong with it. Um, on top of that, similar to the... Uh, uh, the multiverses developer it really is the higher ups that are kind of at fault with this as well for it crashing and burning in the first part in the first place like see because of what cyberpunk turned out it's like oh yeah if they had given it a few more years to bake that game probably would have been great on release or good on release at least right yeah um so all that tells me more so is just if there's a game and you guys think it's going to be good just keep hands off of it but money's involved and you can't keep putting money into a game, unfortunately. No. At some point, it's like, we got to see some returns. But no, I don't, I don't think this sets a, pan, uh, a standard no. in the industry. Agreed. Uh, we'll end on this one for an Anibus, who says, With E3 gone again, what do you think uh, they could do to make a comeback? How could they adapt uh, to be relevant again? I don't think you guys realize it's not so much about being relevant. E3 is very relevant. It has a viewership. It could have still had a viewership. It could have... It's not the show itself of E3 that's the problem. It's the, sh it's the floor space and things like that. And ultimately, right now, the world is just in a very expensive place. Yeah. Um, I remember, and I, I can't say names and stuff like that because it was all off the record being told, I guess, technically. Um, but I remember like being told how much floor space cost at like Comic Cons and things like that. And I'm talking, and that wasn't E3, that was Comic Cons in the UK, which is way smaller than an E3. And I'm talking people getting quoted quarter of a million pound for floor it's space. Expensive. For floor space. That's no, 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 that's just to have the floor space. Yeah. That's not. That's not to. Put, you haven't paid for the booth yet. You haven't staffed yeah. it. You haven't got the product to promote. You haven't got the gigantic area. You haven't. You haven't done anything to this space yet. And ultimately, game companies. It's not about being relevant again because I think E three is very relevant. Even us talking about it as topic of the show proves its relevancy, right? Yeah. It's how do they make a comeback? 
I don't think they do because they no longer have the publishers anymore. Publishers no longer, game companies no longer want to waste their money on something that isn't a return on investment. Yeah. And having some journal, and that's ultimately at the crux of what it is, is having a few journalists come and play the game early at their fancy booth and giving them away some free swag no longer is a viable business model. And that's what E3 was. Yeah. I mean, you have to get a return on investment in some way. Well, and they've, people know that was on the right? show floor. They, yeah. They've shown they don't need it anymore. Like, oh yeah, why, why would here. why would we need this pub this uh influencer or journalist to play the game this way when we can send demos now to companies? Everyone's work from home. We all have. I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting. I know I'm a a different case, but I'm sitting here with two PCs. One's got a 3090 in it. I can literally. I've done preview events now with UB and other companies where they've streamed the preview to me, and I can play it. Like why? Why yeah. would they? They don't need that feedback that way anymore. Like it's it's just no longer viable. So I don't think there's a way for E3 to adapt. The only way they can adapt to make a comeback is to get the publishers back on side, and that's never going to happen. PlayStation don't want to turn up to their show anymore. They didn't want to turn up when it was still popular, so they sure as hell don't yeah. care now. Xbox want to do their own thing because they have the Nokia, Microsoft Arena, or whatever it is. Uh, UB have seen that they can do their own directs and have the exact same return on investment, if not better, because they're not paying out all that money. It's it's a different landscape now. Like, yeah, it really is. The only thing I could see happening is like I mentioned earlier, they go away for a couple of years and they come back and they approach developers and they're like, "Hey, do you want to have a game, a demo, whatever it is, for E uh, E3's return?" That's the only way I think they ever get enough people on board and enough traction. Because if you don't have demos on the show floor, you have to remember they also opened it to the commercial uh, for people and stuff like that, right? If you don't have enough people on the show floor to sell those tickets, the reason they did that was to be able to afford the space. Mm -hmm. Um, People aren't going to go or people are going to go and they're going to be like, well, this isn't what I wanted. This is an E3. I want a refund to make sure that that experience is what it should be. They need enough games. And I think... There are definitely studios that if they're gone for enough time, it's like, oh, a return to E3, that's a great time to have our own big business, especially if they return in a somewhat smaller format, not smaller in terms of venue or something like that, or in terms of how big it is, I guess, but small in terms of the days it consists of, where it's like, instead of being a three-day event, it is a one-day event, and work from there. Make it a really good one day instead of spreading it out and not having necessary developers come and do their own show but have one e3 showcase that's what they're missing yeah honestly yeah because like if if you think about it even prior like e3 wasn't from beginning to end great no ubisoft and ea were generally year after year stinkers on the show you know they had a couple of good games but for the most part they were a little lackluster if e3 goes and in three years they come back and it's just one e3 showcase with a day on the show floor and you get to play a whole bunch of demos and stuff like that and maybe an extra day on there for like um press and stuff like that to play demos and stuff like that um i think that's probably their best chance but even that is that's still a gamble with a whole lot of money to make happen because you have to remember even with this they are more than likely losing a lot of money just even canceling it at this point oh absolutely Because usually when you rent out a venue, especially a venue like that, 
you still pay a cancellation fee even if it's like i'm not going to use the show floor for those days anymore it's like okay cool but we're taking 10 percent or whatever it is off top if not you still have to pay for the whole thing or whatever it is we don't know the situation of uh whatever they were paying on top of like whatever other expenses you already put into it right uh graphics whatever you started putting because a lot bro, of that gets done super, social super team blah 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 there's yeah. so much bro there's so much yeah, yeah man I, I i don't i but i want to go on record i don't think it will ever be relevant again i think it's done mm. i think it's done so it's a safe bet all right we'll stop it there for this week crash uh we got to plug 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 this week my friend uh matt p's twitter account <laughs> when, <laughs> i don't think he even tweeted that he wasn't gonna be on the podcast but if you want matt p updates go over there you can check if he's still alive <laughs> if he's not on the podcast i respect it i respect it uh i just put out a new song this week it's called slowly it's probably gonna be my last song that i put out for quite a while actually so um taking a little break from music and things so yeah go and check that out out on spotify now um, it's more like a singy song. It's not rappy. So go check it out if you're into that type of music. Um, apart from that, make sure you hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, man, we're, we're still internally having discussions about where to stream. I really want to move us to Twitch. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on that. Um, but yeah, until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Tomato. If you made it to the end of the show, tomato. Goodbye.